0: Receive the first session for free here on Prophecy Now. I would like to offer two coupon codes for those who are Prophecy Now listeners. The first coupon code is Prophecy10 with a capital P. This will be 10% off either session 1 or session 2. Basically Dream Talks 1 or Dream Talks 2. Each have four sessions. Or you can bundle it. And use the coupon code PROPHECY15 to receive 15% off the bundle of Dream Talks 1 and 2. I hope that you guys will take advantage of these discounts and be blessed by the e-course. And it's awesome to have you as a listener to our Prophecy Now podcast. Hey guys, it is Liberty here from Spirit Move Ministries and Prophecy Now podcast. Amen. You can find my podcast anywhere where they have podcasts: um, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes. I don't know all kinds of places. Um, the Apple Store. I actually don't know. There's a huge list. Prophecy Now, or you can go straight to Charisma Media, which it's on there. You can find it on their list of podcasts. Um, this word has been burning in me for a couple of days. I was not available to record until now, but it is a now word and, um, I didn't want to wait any longer to get it out. I felt like the Lord did not want me to do that. Um, as you know, we're moving to Florida, hopefully by the end of March, 1st of April, we will be there permanently. We're excited about that. We're looking in the northern. Orlando area that is where uh, myself and even team members uh, They like that area. We all like that area and um, We're excited about everything God's doing. Thank you to those who have already Donated and given to help us to do this big move because we have um, Six or eight families moving with me um, because we're moving the entire spirit move base and so um you know, in some form, I'm responsible for helping with those people that are uprooting their life and moving, okay? So, because of that, this is why it's a large amount for all of us to move. And so, um, I'm very honored and blessed for all of you and the outpouring of love. Amen? Um, Moving along, there's not a whole lot to announce because a lot of what I'm doing is in Florida and uh, the Pakistan crusade is coming up. The end of April. Um, if you would still like to give to that, you can. We're just finishing off raising the final little bit of funds. Um, if you'd like to give to that, you can. Just give through the website spiritmoveministry.co. Uh, we would love to have you partner with us and Souls for Pakistan because we're believing for eighty to 100,000 souls. Amen. Um, there's going to be around 150,000 people at this crusade and I will be releasing prophecy over Pakistan, and then we will be believing, and I will be praying um, for healing and all that. And so we're excited um, for what God's gonna do in Pakistan, and we would love for you to partner with the souls that are gonna be reached in Pakistan, amen? Um, Okay, so I'm gonna get on with the word. Um, There's so much I could announce, but I'm not going to. Uh, Go to our website, spiritmoveministry.co, all of our things coming up are listed there and um, uh, you know we would love to have you go and look and see what's going on now the other thing is um, my Pentecost weekend has opened up um, I felt like the Lord was telling me I needed to keep it open I don't know why yet what for but I need to be available that weekend to be somewhere else and um, it's really cool how God works because out of nowhere I was feeling that and out of nowhere the pastor that had originally invited me to come do a revival got a hold of me and he said, Um, I just want to talk to you because I feel like the Lord is telling me you're not supposed to be here on Pentecost Sunday. He has somewhere else for you to be, and that you would confirm with me that I'm hearing correctly. And I said, Yes, amen. I'm supposed to be somewhere else. I don't know yet where else, but I will be most likely ministering or doing something somewhere else. I don't know. But I know that um, God's amazing and he has a plan. Amen. And we are spirit move and we follow the plan. We follow the spirit no matter what he says. Okay. Um, So this word is going to be a very in your face word. You're probably thinking, Liberty, all your words are in our face. You're always kicking us in the gut or in the throat or in the butt. Yes, I do. I'm guilty of that, you guys. I'm very guilty. This is going to be one of those words. Um, The Lord gave it to me a few months ago, actually. And just so you kind of understand, he gives me everything almost six months ahead for times and seasons. So a word I'm releasing right now, I actually got it six months ago. And he says, this is the moment. I didn't know it was the moment until I was in Houston doing the revival and, um, the final night as I was, uh, releasing the word, part of this, uh, cer- this prophecy showed up and I was like, okay, something's up here. And so after I left Houston, I asked the Lord and he said, it's time to release that word that I gave you, um, months ago and here's the rest of it. And he gave me the rest of it the day I got home from Houston. And so, um, are you guys ready to be, uh, kicked in the B-U-T-T. Yes, here's the thing. I probably offend religious people because I use words like, um, you know, but. Okay, so here's the thing. We do all have one. If you don't, that's a problem. Okay, um, here's the thing. This is going to be a kick in the rear, and it's a huge correction right now to the body of Christ. As you know, God has called me to, to speak and prophesy first and foremost over the body. Why, I don't know. He started this in 2019 with me, and I'm, he's following it through. Um, a lot of what I release has to do with the body of Christ first. We're to be clean first. We're to be pure first. We're responsible first. We can't go out and ask the world to be anything if we're not going to be it first. And so, um, this is a part of my times and seasons prophetic I release is usually what God is saying for the body of Christ, because we're responsible first. Okay, let me just put that out there so you can accept this in your face word. I know a lot of my words are like that anyway. It's I've been called to get set people on fire, kick you in the rear. I'm a rear kicker. And I love what God's called me to do and the fire and the anointing that I carry for that. Um, you know how many testimonies we've received from people don't get offended <clears throat> that said they used to be Baptist? They no longer are Baptist. They're Pentecostal now, if you whatever name you want to give yourself, but they're spirit filled now. They've been following my ministry. They got set ablaze. They got filled with the Holy Ghost. They have, they're speaking in tongues. So then they know now a lot of what they've been taught is wrong. And I get these testimonies sent to me. I have people show up at our events and they're like, I need to tell you my story. Three years ago I was Baptist, but now I'm not because I started following you. I found you on YouTube and I've been following your ministry. And now me and my whole family are set ablaze. We're all baptized in the Holy Ghost. We are now at a Spirit-filled church. Our lives are completely different since following your ministry. Um, That's what I'm called to do. Not everybody can handle me. I get that, okay? Um, But I'm not going to calm down. I'm not going to slow down. I'm not going to chill out. I'm I'm not going to do any of that. Because I have a burning in me and... It just gets worse and becomes more I'm never gonna calm down I'm gonna only get worse that's what I call it Um, I call it the fire growing but it's actually you know I'm gonna get worse I get worse by the day Um, I get more psycho for Jesus okay so here's the thing are you guys ready for this in-your-face word the Lord basically told me um, Liberty there is gonna be no more um, dipping Christians and I was like, okay. And he was like, no, I'm serious. No more dipping Christians. And so what is a dipping Christian? And I'm going to read to you exactly what he said to me. And I'm going to give you the verses. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the verses. And there's like 10 of them. But I'm going to read them because they need to be read. Um, dipping Christians. He said, Christians that do this. If you can see what I'm doing. They're in and out of hunger. They're in and out of fire. They're up, they're down. They're up, they're down. If something's going on in their life, they disappear from serving God, from following and obeying the call, um, continuing to walk in the mantle that they've been given. We've all been called, you guys. You've heard me say this, there's no superstars. Some of us have been through hell And a fire you don't want to ask for. So this is a side note. I've had people come up to me and say, I want your anointing. I just want to be like you. Okay, here's the thing. Amen. You want to be like me? Good. You want to be like the Jesus in me? Amen. I'm here to help you do that. Do the school of ministry. Do the mentorship. um, Follow the call. Be serious about God. Like I can help you do that. If you follow my ministry, you'll be able to do that because I help you do that. But I can't give you my anointing. It was, I don't own it. It was given to me by the King of Kings. What I carry is from him. And I will tell you this. What I want to say to people is, do you want what I went through to walk in what I walk in? Hell. Not everyone has to be put through hell. That happened to be my walk. Childhood on through my adult life. That's my walk. I have been put through the fire hundreds of times. I have been crucified. I have been purified. You name it, yep. If you can dream it, yep. So here's the thing. Um, It comes with a price. A prophet's call, an apostle's call comes with a price and you have to pay the price. I can't give you my anointing, okay? That's just a little side note. Um, I can impart to you, and then it'll activate whatever God has for you already that he has placed in you that is dormant. I can help you activate. I can help release the fire to get you going um, if you're willing to receive, but you cannot have my anointing. If you wanna go through what I went through to be me, yeah, but you got you got years, you guys. Um, anyway, okay, here's the thing. The dipping Christians are not going to be the end-time remnant, the end-time army. And so let me read the word that he gave me, and then I will explain to you what he basically told me. Um, the Lord gave me a word about the lack of hunger since things have calmed down with COVID. Now, don't lose track here. I know you're thinking of Asbury. Nope stop your thinking and listen to the word. Okay. Um, since COVID the ups and downs dips in hunger with COVID in 2020, God began to wake up the church, but then the church started getting less hungry. Again, you started falling back. Um, they're up and they're down. Their hunger is up and then their hunger dips. When the ability to, to, um, gather was taken away, it made people hungry. And the hunger led to, to a revival type of atmosphere and thinking begin to come off of his people. Um, and the beginning of the cleansing. This began to bring all of... The... Hey guys, the video clipped and it cut off on me. Anyway, typical, the devil, stupid. Anyway, the cleansing that needed to start to begin to happen in the body of Christ, the Lord... Started that with 2020. It was a whole new era. You guys the cleansing has to come There's work that began to be done because people were hungry when you're hungry You run to the glory you run to the Holy Ghost you run under conviction and then he begins to remove idols He begins to remove stuff off of you, but if you lose your hunger You're not fighting anymore and you're probably thinking who can live that way. Let's listen to Jesus We're all supposed to live that way. And uh, it's not just meant for one or two people like me and other people you might know that have what they call big names, okay? The beginning of the cleansing, but my people are losing their hunger and fire, slowly slipping back into religion and complacency. This is a part of the next level cleansing and punishment. Listen to my words, punishment. Will you stay hungry even when It's your choice. This is huge, you guys. Let this blow your mind. Will you stay hungry even when it's, and he put in quotations, your choice to be hungry? Will you dip in and out with God and grow cold? This is what God's asking you. Because he sees it happening since people realize that the COVID thing, they don't have to be afraid and all that. And then now you can go to church and like nothing's being taken from you. There's nothing to really force you awake. Listen to what he's saying. You guys, he says, I'm not coming back for a church or a body or a remnant that dips in and out of hunger for me and the things of me, my end time remnant. That's bringing in the harvest will not be a people that are only hungry or on fire or seeking and releasing when pushed against a wall or bad things are happening. I'm coming back for a church that's awake at all times. Watching, waiting, and working. That's the church he's coming back for. Watching, waiting, and working. Not only when they feel like it, I will use, or use and allow bad things to happen, basically, to continue cleansing my people and wake them up. But in the end, I need an army that's awake and always on the job. Receiving and releasing, no in-between. And so what does that mean, receiving and releasing? That means you're hungry, if there's a, a revival happening or there's some kind of fire conference or something happening near you or where you can drive to it or whatever, you're gonna sacrifice your time, you're gonna take the time off work and you're gonna go because you're hungry. You wanna receive, you wanna come be, In the presence of what God is doing maybe through that pastor or minister or apostle or evangelist or whatever then you're gonna release you're gonna take what you've gained and you're gonna release it through serving releasing the gospel preaching teaching uh, prophesying running the kids church running a youth ministry blowing it up for Jesus you're gonna you're gonna receive and release So it's not just about releasing you guys, we're supposed to receive. And so what that means is when you get an alert that so-and-so that you trust, you believe, and you follow is doing this big revival and they're within a 10 hour drive, your butt is going to be there in the seat and you're going to go. And it doesn't matter if it costs 45 bucks, you're going to say, nope, there ain't no amount of money that can keep me away, Jesus, you're the provider, we will go. We will not back down. Now let me read the verses that he gave me. You know, I just released a word about Acts, the second part of Acts 19. Well, here's the first part. God is so funny. So Acts 19, 11 through 20, 11 through 20. You guys ready? I'm going to read all the verses. You're going to have to listen. You won't die. Okay? Are you ready? Acts 19. Let me find it. My Bible is all torn up. I got COVID stories, you guys. That's for another time. But they're amazing stories. Try putting your Bible on a music stand on a beach with 500 people and wind blowing terribly. Uh-huh, yep, 10 or 15, 20, 30 times. Okay, my Bible has been through COVID, okay? It's been thrown all over into the sand and the dirt and whatever else. Uh, it has an amazing testimony of its own, amen? Okay, so Acts 19, 11 through 20 says this. Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them, and evil spirits went out of them. Then some of the itinerant Jew Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves. You guys, I'm so sorry. This is releasing. This is I'm sweating from head to toe, and it's making me thirsty. This is about to blow your minds. Jesus has something in his word for everything he speaks to me, and everything he tells a prophet. There should always be backup. I'm just putting that out there in case you didn't know that. There should be backup. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exorcise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. You guys, this is just hilarious. Also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish priest um, and a Jewish priest, chief priest, um, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, "Jesus I know. Paul I know." <laughs> but who are you? Boom. Way to get corrected by a demon. You guys, that's really sad. If you're on the receiving end, you should be the one correcting the demon. I'm just saying if you're hungry and on fire, um, "But who are you?" Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on to them, empowered them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. This became known both to all the Jews and the Greeks dwelling in Ephesus. You guys, I'm going to murder. I'll say it how I want to say it. Five different audio Bibles say it how they want to say it, okay? Um, And fear fell on them all and the name of the Lord was magnified and many who had believed Came confessing and telling their deeds also many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all and they um, Counted up the value and it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed So here's the thing The Lord said, people that dip in and out, Christians who dip in and out, they're hungry one day, and then when, when they have a choice to be hungry, this is what's huge about this word, you guys. It's such a warning. You better absorb what I'm saying and you better hear it because this is big time. The Lord said, if you don't want to be on the receiving end of being said, who are you? I don't know you. You don't look familiar to me. When a demon is saying that to you, that's a problem. A demon right now could say that to 50% of the body of Christ. Easy. So the Lord had begun speaking to me a couple of months ago. Well, then Asbury happened. And I was like, okay, God, you're getting some momentum going. There's some hunger happening. And then it wasn't until I was in Houston. I I had written these words down. And, and the word began to be released. I, I preach on the fly. I'm going to speak whatever he tells me. And I was like, whoa, okay, something's up here. The Lord said it doesn't matter what was going on in Asbury. I mean, it matters. But he's moving in the young adults and the universities. But he said his people in general over the last eight or nine months since lockdowns have ended, um, things aren't as radical as they were, He said, my people are going slipping slowly, some of them slipping back into religion and into complacency. Now, if if you go back all the way to the beginning of 2020, I released a word basically called such a time as this. The shaking is upon us. And the Lord said, I am going to be coming with my lamps and I'm going to search Jerusalem. I'm going to basically my people, if you're called his person. And um, I'm gonna punish those settled in complacency. And that's why this prophecy says, come for cleansing and punishment. If you ain't awake, Lord help you. You don't want to be counted as a tear. The wheat and the tares. Because here's, here's a good rule, and this is something I have said many times over the years. It's a saying that I say the Lord says, I say, if you're already on fire, you won't be burned. If you're already set ablaze, you don't have to worry about being burned up in the fire as a terror. You're already, all of you's been burned up. You're already living for him. You may not be perfect, but you're his vessel, holy and submitted. And you fear God. So then when the fire comes, why are you afraid? You shouldn't be afraid when the fire comes. Because if you're on fire, you don't get burned. You just become more on fire and more holy. And so God said the dipping Christians will not be included in the end time remnant. They're going to be chosen as a tear. And this is what he said chosen as a tear. And so Asbury is a good beginning to prophecies being fulfilled because I even prophesied mantles were going to fall on the young adults and the university age. That was like in 2020. And so we see it starting to come to pass. But he said, there's all these people that rushed with hunger for the Lord when COVID hit because they had nowhere to turn. Everybody was freaked out. Well, now that that has settled down, He said, there's nothing really pushing them with their backs against the wall, so they're calming down. He said, my people are never to calm down. You're never to do less. You're never to chill out. You're never to live like you're not here. You know, people have heard me say, you're always serving the Lord. You're doing this, you're doing that. You guys, I have times of getting rest. I don't announce them because I want to be left alone. But the thing is, is you don't stop serving. You don't go to sleep. You can sleep when you're dead. You can get rest when you're dead. I don't want to rest. I don't need to rest. Yes, I have times of rest where I take care of myself and I do what I'm supposed to do and all that good stuff so I can keep running. I don't do it. Because I just want to relax and get a break from Jesus for a minute. And I want to not think about serving him. No, he's my love. He's my first. He's my all. I go to sleep thinking about him. I wake up thinking about him. I think about him all day long. I'm like, what are you saying, Jesus? I'm keeping track. I'm listening. That's the church he's coming back for. He said his people, if they don't quit being dipping Christians, dipping in and dipping out. In the fire, out of the fire, in the in the water in the glory of the Holy Ghost, and then out of the water. We have to stay in the water. We have to stay full. He said, "It's otherwise, this is what's going to happen. You're going to get to heaven, and he's going to say, I never knew you. Or you're going to go to face a demon, and the demon's going to say, who are you? You ain't got no authority. You ain't even living it go live it for a minute, then come out, come back and try to cast me out. It's pretty sad when a demon has to give us counsel on how to serve the King of Kings, because that's pretty much what was happening. Who are you? Man, Jesus I know, and whoo, man, Paul I know, because he's wrecking it for Jesus. But I don't know you. And so here's the thing, there's a price. Body of Christ, there's a price. And I can, I'm just releasing so much glory right now. Woo, I'm going to keep it together. There's a price. There's a sacrifice. You have to be willing to go all the way. You don't dip in and out. So the Lord says, where's the hunger that showed up when your back was against the wall when COVID hit? Where's the hunger, my people? Where's the passion? Now, woo, man, I'm going to keep it together. Before COVID hit, of course you guys already know I'm, I'm a psycho for Jesus, I'm on fire. I don't dip in and out, that would never happen in my lifetime, nope. So let me give you an example of what it looks like to not dip in and out. Before COVID ever hit, we were good friends with Pastors Fresh Start there, and they've been in revival for years. Um, we would take our church there, my ministry leaders, I took them every revival weekend because we were going there to spend time with the Lord. We were hungry. I wanted to train the people up that I was raising up as leaders to want the fire, to want the glory, to go be in his presence. So they did a revival weekend once a month. Where were we? We were there. Before COVID, there was nothing that made us go. Our back wasn't against a wall. We weren't scared. when it was our choice, we chose Revival. When they brought in, when someone came in to speak, and maybe someone who's a friend of mine, but someone or even I didn't know, like, they would be like, Okay, Nathan Morris is coming. Well, I, I took my whole church. I'm not joking you. They saved a section out for me because they knew I was bringing my whole church. So then they had to blow out the wall and do all the stuff and add seats. But here's the thing. This was before COVID. That's how we're always to live. You're probably thinking, well, we can't put that much time into God. Yes, you can. Because what happens is when you put him first, he adds the rest. You don't have to worry about money. You don't have to worry about jobs. You don't have to worry about nothing. If you put him first, everything is added. He takes care of it. If you put him first, even with your own hunger. And that's why the word says, releasing and receiving. We're not called to just release. We need to also go sit in his presence and receive. I, being who I am, will still go to a service and I will sit under somebody that I respect and honor in the kingdom and I'll receive from them. And I wanna hear what they have to say. I respect their voice. I'm receiving, even though most of the time I'm releasing Publicly and physically. I follow their ministries online. I keep up with words that they release. I keep up with what their ministry up to. Um, I follow what's happening. I stay hungry. I want to be filled up. I read the latest books that are coming out from people I trust. I keep the fire going. The dipping in and out is not going to happen anymore with the body of Christ. He says enough's enough. You need to be hungry when you're choosing it, not when your back's against the wall or you just lost a loved one to COVID or things are happening to freak you out. The Lord said the end time remnant will go to revival because there's revival. Like how we went to revival when we had no, nobody was making us go, but I wanted everybody at our church and all of the leaders and everyone on staff with me to learn how to be revival-minded, to want the fire, to want the glory, you know, all that. And so we have to be that way even when our back's not against the wall. And so what does that mean? Get to where Jesus is releasing. If there's a revival happening near you, a fire conference, deliverance, um, like we did, let praise ascend, come be with him. Come see what he has for you. We have testimonies of people who showed up there as non believers. They were invited to this praise event, which is not really the best one, but the Holy Spirit knows. And they were saved, delivered, and set free, and their life was changed forever. And so you have to show up to stuff. You have to sacrifice. You have to pay for the conference. You have to put the gas in your car. You have to get the flight. I'm not joking. I am not messing around. I am dead serious. When I, after I got saved and I was a new believer, I got saved radically as a teenager. My pastors came to me and they're like, hey, we're going to Brownsville because there's an there's Assembly of God. We're going to, we want to take you with us. We're going to take the staff, the pastoral staff. We feel like you're supposed to go. We want to take you. And, um... I was like, I don't know what Brownsville is, I don't know what Revival is, and I don't know nothing about Steve Hill, I don't know nothing about nothing. I'm new to all this, but heck yes, I was a psycho for Jesus, they knew. They knew I needed to go, because I was a psycho for Jesus. I had no clue how we were gonna pay for it, I had no idea how I was gonna cover my expenses, and the pastor's like, you don't worry about that. You say yes, and what you need will show up, so you can go to Brownsville. And that's exactly what happened. So then I went to Brownsville and I spent seven days there, six of the night services and got wrecked for Jesus in a whole nother realm. And so if, if you want it, you go, here's the thing. Woo. You guys, I wish I wasn't with you in person because then I would be releasing the fire right now. Um, probably laying hands on all of you and crawling on seats. I don't even know. Um, you have to choose to stay on fire. I'm a part of the end time remnant. I have no problem confidently saying that. I will be found working. I will be found on fire and hungry. When he searches Jerusalem, I will not be found complacent and need to be punished. The Bible is very clear. The prophets have spoken no dipping in and out. So here's what we're gonna do, and then I'm gonna end this, you guys. I did not expect it to be this long, but I had to say everything God called me to say. Woo! Lift your hands to receive. I'm gonna release some fire over you, because I might die if I don't. Hmm. You serve a Christ who went all the way for you. You can go all the way for him, amen? This is not emotion. You have to understand, he is my first love. I want him to be your first love. It doesn't matter what hell brings against us. It doesn't matter. We don't dip in and out on Jesus. We stay in always. That's the person he's coming, that's the remnant he's coming back for. Not a remnant where when they go to cast out a demon, the demon says, who are you? They're not even afraid of you. Because you're not carrying anything. You're religious and complacent. So we're going to cure that right now. So lift your hands. I'm going to pray for you. And you're going to agree to not be complacent. You're going to get your hunger back. You know how you get it back? You go to revival, even if you don't feel like it. You go to revival, even if you don't think you can afford it. If someone is showing up in your town and they're going to come bring the fire, your butt is in the seat. Yes. B-U-T-T is in the seat. And you're there for whatever God has for you. And you're gonna do it because you love Jesus. Not because your back's against the wall, but because you're choosing it, church. You're choosing it. You have to choose it. You have to choose it. So let's pray right now. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just, whoo! I release your fire over every person at the sound of my voice. I release your glory, Lord, to fill them to overflowing. I declare they will not be dipping Christians. They will not walk in and out with you, but they will go in and they will stay in the fire. They will stay in the pool of water. They will stay in the glory. And Lord, I release that over every person. Fill them with your fire now, Lord. I release your fire and impartation of your fire Woo! Flood them from their head to their toes, Lord. They will never be the same in Jesus' name. They will never be the same in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys are awesome. Man, I wish I was with you in person. Oh! This could be like a three-hour service. No more dipping in and out, body of Christ. This is your warning. You don't want to be punished. You don't want to be one of the ones found asleep. Amen? I love you guys. Jesus loves you. No more dipping in and out. You start hungering after him even when you don't know how to do it fully. Email me. I'll outline it for you. Amen and amen. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Some of the other latest news, don't forget my book is coming out. It is already on pre-order with Charisma. Also, I received news when I was in Pensacola being held hostage this last time and I released that I was moving to Florida, Um, they contacted me and they offered that they will be publishing my second book. Woohoo! And so um, that's already in the works and I'm so excited. And that book is gonna teach you how to carry the glory and how to become unshakable and be a glory carrier. And so I'm excited about everything that God's doing. You guys are amazing. Thank you for your faithfulness and following me, and um, partnering with Spirit Move Ministry, and making all the revivals and all the events and everything we do possible. I love you so much. No more dipping in and out. When a demon sees you, it's going to be scared, not the other way around. Amen and amen.